What's going on, everybody? This is Codis with the Your Christian Podcast. Obviously, the the greatest uh, Christian podcast without to a doubt ever be a thing. You know, yeah. So without anyway, a doubt. it is Codis, and guess who's with me? Jared, how are you? Yeah, I don't identify as Jared today. Um, you can call oh, okay. me. Okay, yeah. Jaredette. Um, yeah, that'll work. All right, hi, Jaredette. Um, so. Uh, Jared's getting kicked out of the podcast after this, but so today we're going to be doing... Who's Jared, by the way? Sorry, I'm at Jaredette. That's right. Um, help SOS. Anyway, so, uh, the first... <laughs> so Jared's back, by the way. Um, I, uh, yeah, so Jaredette just wasn't being nice to me or to you, and I just didn't like that, so Jared's back. What is going on? <laughs> Kermit, where's he at? Oh, he's huh? over here. He's over oh, here. Okay. Go away, gotcha. Kermit. Not right now. I told you to be quiet when I'm recording. <laughs> Little goober. I tell uh, you, man. Yeah. He looks a... like he looks like a, a booger, not a goober. <laughs> he's green. <laughs> Did you know if you put him on a tissue, he does a little boogie? See what I did there? So, nice. Yeah. I see exactly what you did there. Codus, what are we talking about today? So today we're going to be talking about 1 Corinthians 10.31. I made a TikTok about this not too long ago. It was like no, you did not. a couple hours ago. Huh? Huh? What did you just say? I said, no, you did not. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Sorry. I, I knew you. I saw it. It was actually a really good video. If you haven't checked it out already, y'all, go check out his... Uh, oh, thank you. It's, what, what's your... T- it's, it's Codus Rawlings, right? Like, just Codus Rawlings? <laughs> it's just Codus Rawlings. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's, like, no numbers or underscores or anything no, like that, right? No, no, Okay, yeah. I made it simple. So, yeah, For good. People at my church are pretty old. They're like, oh, I want to see your TikTok. I and I was that. like, oh, Codis Rawlings. Because it used to yeah. be like, K Rawlings 44. I was nice. like, nah, yeah. that's too yeah. hard to remember for me. So Yeah, nice. If I ever forget my name, I'm in trouble. But anyway, we're going to be talking about 1 Corinthians 10.31. And sure. the verse is, so whatever you do, whether you eat, drink, or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. And so I guess this phone died. That sucks. Anyway. I guess we'll do audio now. So I guess a little story I have here is football. I obviously mm-hmm. play football for Jesus. So there's this quote that I also heard that I need to do. I need to write on my cleats, but it's also a thing people are doing. But they put A O one audience of one. So I guess it's A O one. But interesting. And like, like okay. So let me explain the audience of one. Who's the audience of one? Like you're thinking, Codis. You know what do you mean? Look at the stands. There's thousands of people. No. Who cares about them? Like they, they, they don't know. They don't matter. You're playing for God. God yep. is the only audience. If you're playing for God, I'm telling you, you're going to be a beast. You're going to be like yep. the beast. Whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Yeah. Can I Whether get, you amen. eat, sleep, drink, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Like I don't care. if you like when The first thing you should do when you wake up, I, I have been trying to hammer my head with this, if that's the right term. But every time I He's wake a up, hammerhead. I'm a shark, man. Anyway, so every time I wake up, I'm seeking I always... an investment. Sorry, go ahead. You're seeking an investment. <laughs> I'm seeking twenty percent. Uh, no, I'm seeking five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry, you're I fired. To. Anyway, so <laughs> I t- every time I try to wake up in the morning, I always mm-hmm. try and tell myself to thank God. Like, even if it's on my drive home or drive drive home, if I even though I'm driving to school, I'm like, God, thank you for waking me up. You know, like, cause God, you didn't have to wake me up, but He still did. Like, mm-hmm. I'm waking up and I am spending that time with god you know i i am going to the bathroom you know i'm thanking god like god thank you for letting me have this bathroom you know like because some people don't have the privilege of going to the bathroom you're like 
Lord, thank you for this oh, food yeah. that you're giving me because not mm. everybody gets this food. Like, mm-hmm. for example, I was just sitting on my phone and I was like, God, thank you for letting me have this phone. Like, honestly, a lot wow. of people don't have the privileges that you have given me to give. I mean, it could be the simplest of little things. Like, for example, I was praying for this water bottle. Like, when I got it, I was like, dude, this is so awesome. Thank you, God, for letting me get this water bottle. And, like, I'm just telling you, like, yeah. everything you do, put God for it. Because uh, there's a verse. Um, mm-hmm. Let me get to it real quick. Uh, I can't remember, but it says uh, – put God first and things will start to, it's something like that. If you put God first, things will start to align with it. And like, if it's in his will, <sighs> things will start that. to align. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know it's where in, It's in first Corinthians because I was reading it. Like I, I, I think it's even in the TikTok. but if you put God first in your life, things are going to start to get better sometimes if it's in the will, obviously, and things are going to kind of help you along the way for his will. If that yeah. makes sense. Well, things are definitely going to get better spiritually. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yes. So the more you spend yes. time with him, the more he's going to be like, "What's up, dude?" Exactly. Well, the more you'll be able to to like, yeah, understand spiritual warfare, and you'll be able to mm-hmm. better. Like, the more time you spend with God, the more you'll get to know him, right? And so, the more mm-hmm. you get to know God, the the better you'll be able to understand God and the way He speaks and the way He acts and the things He does and why He does it, and it just overall increases your relationship with Him mm-hmm. by you know exponentially. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. So mm. I, I mean, I used to have a job. You know, I used to you know work at Fairway. You probably don't know what that is, Jared. It's like, um, it's like you know what Fairway is. You do you have that. At I all? think I think you told me it's like a grocery store, right? Yeah, where it only has groceries and it's super small. I hated that job. Like that was the worst job I could ever have in my life. I hate mm. retail. No offense to you, retail. But if you do it, oh God bless you, man. But no, I hated that job. Yeah. But I kept praying. I was like, Lord, you know, I'm I'm working for you, man. Like, and I just talked to him throughout the day, and it made it, you know, tolerable. Like I say, it made it good, but it made it mm-hmm. tolerable. Like, just spend time with God. If every little chance you get, like, you know, at Fairway, we have to push the carts out to like mm-hmm. the cars and everything. I was just praying to God, like in my head, while I was just pushing that little cart out, you know, and just. It made it tolerable. Like when you spend time with God, things kind of get tolerable. Like school, for example, I'm, yeah. I'm praying to God constantly at school because school is a war zone. It is a battlefield, mm. and like yeah. you are constant just battle. Like it is awful, and I'm praying all the time. Like for that dispatch thing I was talking about the other mm-hmm. day, yeah. um, like I was constantly praying. Like these nine one calls, they were terrible, and I was just praying for them. Like Lord, help them. Mm-hmm. You know, or like I was just thanking God for letting me have the opportunity to like witness like what dispatch did. Like it was just. I'm just, you know, I'm thankful for God, mm-hmm. honestly. I'm just thankful he's letting me w- wake up every morning mm. and just live the life I have. Because, like, honestly, there's people overseas that are living such a worse life for me. And we as Americans, we have a problem with taking things for granted. Like, yes. we have beds. We have roofs. We have food. We have, like, all of this stuff. And, like, it's – we take it for granted. Like, I heard people complain at my school, like, yeah, my mom won't buy me the new PlayStation 5. I'm like, dude, like – I, I get it. Like, yeah, that kind of sucks, you know, in the world we live in. But, like, there's people that, like, have never even heard what a PlayStation is overseas. Like, just mm-hmm. be thankful for what you have now because God can easily, easily take something away. Like, yeah. I mean, nothing we have is ours. Our body isn't even ours. It's just a temple for God and it's just a temple mm-hmm. for the Holy Spirit to live in. God can take away anything in a blink of a second. And I can testify to that because God has taken Absolutely. things out of my life when I spent more time with that. My mom, for example, she was talking to me the other day and she was like, yeah, you know, um, before this clinic thing, she did like obviously marketing and everything. 
And God completely took that away. Like he completely took all wow. of that job away. And she was so confused why. But then she was like, okay, that's why I'm not spending time with God. It, it became an mm. idol. So God quickly took that thing away. So what I'm saying here is put God first. Because the moment you put something above God, it quickly becomes an idol. And I'm telling you, that can become a wildfire. That can just sprawl mm. out and go crazy. So yeah. always put God first. And just even like, it, like what it, it says, whatever, whether you drink or eat, just put God first and just be thankful for stuff that you have because it can all quickly wow. be gone away. Well, you know what's cool about that is, like you said, you said put God first. But when you put God first, you will end up doing what 1 Corinthians eleven thirty one says. It says whether you eat or drink or, like, or whatever you do, do it off mm-hmm. the glory of God. If you put God first, then you will be doing everything you do for the glory of God, whether you're eating, drinking, working, walking, talking, sprinting, you know, whatever it may be. Like you're going to be doing it for the glory of God because you put God first in your life. Um, and so, I mean, we've talked plenty about priorities. Um, and so when it comes to priorities, there's a certain thing or a certain way we ought to prioritize things. Like a lot of people that aren't Christian would say that because I'm married, my wife ought to be my priority, but no, that's not mm-hmm. the case. God is my priority. Like my relationship with God is my priority. And then of course, then it goes wife. And then if I have kids and, and kids and, and church and that sort of thing. Um, but there's a, a certain list of priorities and th- there's a reason that you have to make a list of priorities, at least a, a mental list, because if you don't follow those priorities, then you're going to get things swapped up and mixed up and then you're going to end up, you know, digging yourself a hole sooner or later. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wanted to point out something that you said, uh, you're talking about being thankful for a lot of things. And, and so mm-hmm. you said that uh, a lot of people aren't grateful for the things that they get these days. And so because God gives us a lot of things that we aren't deserving of, especially our faith. Um, Eternal and our, life. Exactly. Um, but it says, I don't deserve that, dude, heck no, definitely not. It's me at least. (laughs) Well, I I know all of us, but, um, but a lot of people say, oh, you're a Christian and you need to be thankful for everything. But that's not what the Bible says. No, the Bible says to be thankful in every situation or so, or sorry, in all circumstances. Exactly. But like, that's the thing is when it, it doesn't say you have to be thankful for all the good and all the bad. It just says you need to be thankful of the life that God has given you in every circumstance, or you just need to be mm-hmm. thankful in period in all circumstance. So and just a really cool thing. Um, but yeah, so you hit the nail on the head, my guy. You're I know. I, I didn't know where I was going to go in to that. I just kind of just let God speak, you know? Yeah, I feel that, dude. Yeah. But, Once you start playing for Team Jesus, man, I'm telling you, things will change. Mm-hmm. Things will get better. That's right. Yeah. So, so you said that uh, football players are putting the A O one on their uh, on their. Yeah, coach. I've heard a lot of people like doing that. I've seen it on TikTok quite a bit. Hmm. So, I are you going to? Pretty cool. Yeah. Are you going to do something like that? What if you did like oh, the, yeah. the classic Tebow um, thing? The, what Dude, is the eye black. The eye yeah, black, but with the so verse. I've thought about that. Yeah. But then I have to buy eye black, and I don't know where to buy uh, that. There's like nowhere to buy it here. Amazon. I guess Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Um. That'd be pretty neat. I do it. So what I actually do is I get wrist tape. I'm a long snapper, so I use my wrist to, like, snap the ball quite mm-hmm. a bit. And so I put, obviously, white wrist tape on. I always put Bible verses on there. Pretty cool. Last week I did – I guess not last week, but three weeks ago because I went out for COVID. Mm-hmm. But anyway, three weeks ago I put Romans 5.8, and then I did Songs of, uh, Songs of Solomon 8.6. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I was, so I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I forgot to tell you that. I was gonna tell you and That's show awesome. you a picture, but I forgot to. Yeah, do if you do, ever do it again, send me a picture of it. Oh, I will. I got but, you this uh, week. Yeah, nobody. Whenever I tell people that like, my favorite verse is Song of Solomon eight it, six, it is look unique. At me weird. I, yeah. I, I I thought of you weird. Of, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I no, just thought it was different. Cause, like I've never for like, sure. 
I mean, it's it's a perfectly great verse. Like, and I, I yeah. understand why, but like, yeah. I didn't think about that at first. Like, I just never. Th- you always think of John three sixteen. Exactly. Like, exactly. Deuteronomy, not Deuteronomy. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. just like a common one. Well, you want to know how I found that verse? Reading. <laughs> well, yes. So, <laughs> okay. So I've always heard like. Don't read Songs of Solomon until you get married. So, anyways, I mean, what? Oh, yeah, I get it. Well, yeah. It so, anyways, weird. So, I got Her married. White camel breasts. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, nature's pale pillows. So, anyways, um, <laughs> so I go on my honeymoon, and did I just say that? Is that okay? So I go on my honeymoon, and it's it's either the first or second night. I open up my Bible. And I'm like, God, show me something new. And so I read through Song of Solomon. <laughs> I, I come across chapter 8, verse 6. He shows me that. And it changes my outlook on a lot of things. Um, and, of course, like we hear all the time about how love is, is so important. And, um, but I, I don't know. So if, you, if for the listeners, if you don't know what Song of Solomon 8, 6 says, I'm just going to take this snippet out of it. It says, for love is as strong as death and his jealousy endures the grave. And so – I say this all the time in all the podcasts, so I'm not going to go through my whole spiel of this, but um, just the fact that love is as strong as death. And so Jesus' death, you know, being the single most important thing, you know, in conjunction with his resurrection, you know, just like the fact that his love for us is just as powerful as his death is and that his love for us is extended to us on a daily basis. Like, ah, geez. But, uh, dude, I tell you what, like a lot of things have changed my life when I start like a drive, like you're talking about, like when in all you do, work, mm-hmm. eat, sleep, do all for the glory of God. When I start out a car, like a, a drive, and I say, when I start out a car, when I start a drive and I say, God, show me something new, I don't even have to be reading the Bible. I'll just turn the music off, turn out all distractions, and I just drive. And, uh, d- dude, God just speaks. And I'll try that. Dude, it is, it is so cool. Like, uh, so, Codus, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't tell you, obviously, uh, and I, I guess I'll, you'll know why in a second, but. Now that I'm done with it, it's fine. So I fasted for uh, solid food for three days. And so – Solid food? Solid food. I didn't eat solid food for three days. Oh, and so um, now I didn't know why I was doing it. All I knew was that I wanted to do it. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, why am I – I mean like because usually people fast when you know they, they need to – like they're trying to get away from something. Like they're trying to overcome something mm-hmm. or – um, biblically speaking, a lot of times people would fast when they had an important decision to make and stuff like that. Um, but modern day fasting, at least with people in modern day church, it's not necessarily about that. It's like, okay, well I need to fast so I can fix this part of my life. So a lot of people are like, I'm going to fast so I can lose weight. I'm going to fast so I can beat my pornography addiction. I'm going to fast so I can do this, 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 and this, and this. But I, I just knew that I wanted to fast and I didn't necessarily know why. And so I, well, okay, so Luke and I actually fasted together. Um, he texted me, and I, I told him uh, it was Y'all didn't answer my text this morning. I was hurt. <laughs> well, you're addressing, hurt it, my you're addressing it at Luke, and so. You could I, have been like, yeah, man, do it. Uh, like, no. Yeah, I had a busy day. I was day, hurt, man. man. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll respond as soon as we end this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, so Luke texted So after God had shown me that I, I wanted to fast, um, and I did a little bit of research on it, I knew I was going to fast. Luke texted me. He was like, hey, man, um, yada, 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 yada. And I said, let's fast together. And so we did. And um, no, we didn't do the exact same fast for the same length of time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He did his own fast. I did my own fast. Um, but I've never course, fasted. I don't know how it works. I'll be honest with you. Well, that's the thing. I've never fasted either. Like, I mean, like uh, I've done the, oh, I'll fast Netflix for a day kind of thing. But that's whack. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. And this is, so I, I prayed to God. This is the first day of my fast. 
I said, God, I'm driving. I need you to show me something that I've never known before. And uh, I didn't say I need you. I just like, God, I was like, God, show me something. And so um, he showed me something about fasting. And it was, it, it, I don't know how it works, bro. But like when I drive, like obviously I'm not in my Bible reading, right? So like God's not speaking to me through the Bible. It's like, Are you listen to the Yolk Christian podcast and your way to work. Not when I'm having God speak to me, but yes. Yeah, that was just like an advertisement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it called? A self plug, shameless plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shameless plug. I do it all the time. Facts. Tie flirt. Too. <laughs> that's how you flirt, bro. Maybe that's why you got your Bathsheba. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, okay, so so I prayed. I said, God, show me something new. And dude, okay, so it's so cool. So I'm driving, okay, mm-hmm. and I don't. Like I said, I'm not reading my Bible like while I'm driving. And so it's literally one thought leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next. And then obviously, like, I don't claim dominion over my thoughts at that point. Well, once God shows me something, because I didn't know it beforehand. It was just like thoughts that God guided me down the yeah. path of having. So anyways, so long story short, God showed me this thing about fasting. And he, he showed me in my mind, Matthew 17, um, and it's the, the story of, how he heals the, and I made a TikTok video about it and I loved it. Um, but you know, in my thought, you know, in, or in my thoughts in my head or with some people would say that conversation with God, I guess, um, that, you know, verses came up. I think it's like verse like 19. No, sorry. It's going to be like 14 through 20 something. Um, but anyways, it's a story about this boy who's demon possessed. And so the disciples went out to try to cast him out and, um, and so they couldn't. And so then Jesus came over and he looked at the disciples and said, you of little faith. He said, surely I tell you, this is Matthew chapter 17. And this is, of course, verse 20, where we reference all the time. You of little faith. Surely I tell you, if you had the faith the size of a mustard seed, you could move mountains. But in most translations, it skips verse 21. It goes from verse 20 to verse 22. But in verse 21, and you have to find it in like a KJV to find verse 21. And it says, mm-hmm. this kind, speaking of the, the demon, can only be cast out by prayer and fasting. And so God reminded me of that, which, by the way, I don't read KJV, okay? So yeah. I don't necessarily Respectfully know. Respectfully so. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just personal. Preference. Yeah, it's hard and to so, hear that um, they die. Exactly. And so I don't know how, I mean, I know it was God because, like I, like I said, I don't read KJV. So I don't know how that scripture got put in my mind the, through prayer and fasting because, like, like, like Codis, we read through Matthew 17 for this podcast, and I read mm-hmm. it out of NLT, New Living Translation. And so that verse, verse 21, is not in NLT. So I don't know how I knew it. But anyways, so um, God told me that. That kind can only be cast out through prayer and fasting. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, so I guess when I've read this my whole life, I've thought that it's about, I always thought it was Jesus telling the disciples, like, hey, um, you have to pray and fast so that you can cast out those demons. But then I realized, I'm like, wait a second. Jesus is speaking to the disciples. Of course, this is separate. After he casts out the demon out of the boy, he's talking to the disciples. He says, look, you have such little faith. And then he's referencing the demon possession again when he says that um, this kind, again, the demon possession, can only be cast out through prayer and fasting. And so then I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe, yes, the, the disciples can pray and fast so that they can cast out demons. But what if, say, for example, Codus and I, because obviously we've talked about it before, Demons can attach to our flesh. Like, even though we're Christians, like, demons cannot possess us by all means because we have the Holy Spirit living within us, but they can still attach to our flesh. We know that because of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, where Paul describes a thorn in his flesh um, that is a demon. And so it, it basically keeps him from becoming prideful. He talks about it all throughout 2 Corinthians chapter 12. 
um, because he saw the third heaven is what it's called, um, which we'll talk about that later, um, I guess. <laughs> but uh, so he saw heaven and uh, to keep him from being prideful, uh, God placed a, de- a demon. Well, maybe not God placed, but uh, God allowed a demon um, to be a thorn in his side to keep him from becoming prideful. And so, of course, Paul was like begging God, please take this demon away from me. He couldn't cast it away. Um, but anyways, he ended up uh, being glad that he had this thorn, this demon in his flesh, um, because it kept him from becoming prideful. Anyways, I say all that to say this. We ourselves, if we pray and fast, then we can cast our own uh, attachments of demons away. So when I say that, so what? according to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, a demon uh, can only attach to a Christian in their flesh, right? And so, which means that if we are controlled by our flesh, we can be controlled by our demons. And so as new creatures, we ought to live by the spirit, not to live by the flesh, right? And so this is what, what God showed me in that drive. It was absolutely insane. And so, and this is like a 15 minute drive, by the way. So like my mind was blown after this. And so um, if we, throw, okay, so what's the point of fasting? And we can make a whole fasting episode, but the basically apart from growing your relationship with God through fasting um, or improving your relationship with God, the, the point of fasting is to prove to yourself that you can say no to the flesh. And so, I mean, you look at Jesus when he fasted for 40 days in the desert, he learned how to say no to the flesh. He learned how to, to uh, fight temptation with scripture, right? And so, um, granted, he was God. He probably already, I mean, he definitely already knew how. But regardless, like, the point of fasting is so that we can learn to overcome the flesh. Um, that's, the, that's the entire point, right? And so, um, if we can fast properly and we learn how to overcome the flesh, if we have complete control over the flesh, then the demons have nothing to control us with. And, so, and I thought that was like, gone, right? Like, brains blown out. And I was like, wait a second. This whole time when people are struggling with anxiety, depression, pride, uh, masturbation, all these different uh, really fleshly uh, demons, it's because they, they aren't fasting. And, it, well, okay, maybe it's not because well, they aren't fasting. I want to fast now. Oh, dude, 100%. I want to fast so bad. Dude, dude, okay, so when I fasted, this was so cool because I've always thought fasting was like – because obviously fasting isn't a necessity for salvation. We're talking about but, fasting now. This is what this is going to turn into. Okay, that's fine. So yeah, good. So, I mean, I can talk about the why, the who, we got the, time. what, the where. Okay, so where was I going with that? So what I learned in after my fast was – so obviously, Codas, we've talked about how to fight temptation before. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about you know what, what to do when you face temptation. That's not what this is about, at least this video. But I did learn mentally what to tell myself in order to better fight off temptation. And so whenever I wanted to eat that solid food, which was all the time – I, I, I somehow taught myself what to say, what to think, and I could think it in a split second. And so, but I wasn't able to do that before. I wasn't able to. And so whenever I would have a fleshly temptation, whatever that may be, um, I, I would just, you know, okay, so this is obviously, this is, you, know, you know, this is what happens. So when you face a fleshly desire, you mm-hmm. end, if you know it is a sin, you will then begin to justify it as best you can to make yourself think that it's not a sin, right? Mm-hmm. And so as best you can. And so... What you do when you fast, when it, especially okay, so I'm gonna get ahead of myself. So when you fast food, obviously food is a necessity of life, right? So that's why I personally fasted food, despite how skinny I am. Um, which I, I contemplated that I didn't want to fast food at first because of how skinny I am. I didn't want to lose weight. Um, but anyways, so I'm doing my mind is going a million miles, a uh, million miles an hour. So a million miles an hour. <laughs> so anyways, but I learned how to say no. 
properly with without so okay so most people when they fast they they uh when they face a temptation they get into the word all great all good that's what we ought to do right but mm-hmm. i got to the point where i didn't like of course uh, as jesus did he had mem- or scripture memorized right and so um i just i knew what i was doing it for i knew i was doing it to improve my relationship with god and so whenever i felt that temptation i didn't open up my bible like i thought i, was, I told myself i was going to do no what i did was is i just i changed my mindset and and i don't know how necessarily i did it but i taught myself or god taught me through fasting how to do that and so dude i haven't and it ended a few days ago like the fasted uh, and i haven't like i i i'm going 100% right now against against fleshly temptations and it's just like bro i only fasted for 3 days like imagine if i i went for 40 days as jesus which granted by the way i'm not going to recommend anybody go 40 days right out the gate if you want to work up to that point you know take your time practice it do three, you seven, yeah kidding. <laughs> i don't know about that so okay so now let's talk about fasting why do you fast so um anyway okay so before i get to that you kind of hit that on the head already kind of so yeah, so that dude. Okay, so that's what I learned in the drive was, and I'll just recap. That was a good drive. Oh, dude, heck of a drive! And like I said, it was only fifteen minutes, but God showed me that in that that short drive, and it was that we can overcome our own demons by not allowing them. Or sorry, we can overcome our own demons by not succumbing to the flesh. If we can, can if we are guided by the spirit rather than the flesh, and and we are um, living by the spirit, then the demons have nothing nothing to hold on to, and so they can't uh impose their uh demonic actions on us or we can't fulfill their will when we don't have the we weren't followed by the flesh but when we are guided by the flesh we are guided by demons because they can attach to the flesh and so we need to be guided by the spirit so let's focus on the spirit and let's let let's let the spirit guide us and so i thought it was the coolest thing ever and so anyway so let's talk about fasting for a second i made a video about it on tiktok because somebody asked but so who fasts so Typically, I mean, anybody can fast in terms of, you know, so that they can lose weight. But uh, I think that's kind of like the, the devil's doing and changing the definition of fasting. So biblically speaking, what fasting is, is um, nine times out of ten and maybe even every single time it's the people are fasting from food. So why do people biblically fast from food? So, I mean, modern day Christians, they'll fast from technology, social media, all these things. But the reason I chose to fast from food and so did all the people in the Bible for the most part they fasted from food because it is a necessity to life. And so when, you, when you're facing this fleshly temptation that is a necessity to life, it becomes a different kind of fleshly desire. So if I'm, say if I'm fasting from social media, which a lot of Christian TikTokers are doing right now, they're fasting from uh, TikTok. It's a, yeah, I wish program. I could do that. Well, here's the thing. So I understand the premise to it. In mm-hmm. fact, if it helps you, by all means, do it. But I don't think it is as good as it could be if you fasted from food because a phone is just a commodity to life, but food is a necessity to life. So if you are fasting from Mm. something that is a necessity to life, it's going to be a much stronger temptation. But Mm. if you're fasting from a commodity, it's not going to be as strong of of a temptation. My whole life, or not my whole life, but what I've done in the past when I quote unquote fasted was I fasted a commodity. I didn't fast from a necessity, but so this time I fasted from a necessity and you can obviously see the, the change that it's had in me. Um, at least from the, from the words that I speak. And so, um, so who fast people that are saved that want to grow closer to God? Um, why do they fast again to grow closer to God and to prove Cause you can't prove anything to God, by the way. So you want, when you fast, you aren't proving to God that you're better than, than you say you are or how you act. No, what you're doing when you fast is you're proving to yourself that you can overcome the flesh. And in doing so you are, 
uh, at least supposed to improve on your relationship with Christ or with God um, through the fast. And so and you do that just by, you know, getting to know who God is through the fast by, you know, scripture and reading it mm-hmm. and, and all that fun stuff. You get that. So um, so we talked about the, the who, the why and when. So let's talk about when. So when do you fast? Well, you you fast whenever, again, you need to improve your life. It's all pretty much the same answer. You fast when you need to either improve your relationship with God or you fast when um, you need to, uh, when you, you've begun to backslide and you need to overcome the flesh. Because here's the thing. We do live in a fallen world. Like we are, like no matter how long we go, no matter how long I go, sooner or later I will succumb to the flesh again, by all means. We're, we're human. It's a part of the human nature Thankfully, through Christ, we are now a new creature. We have that spirit living within us, and we can be two separate individuals. We have the spirit. We have the flesh. Um, but um, getting lost in all my thoughts here. So the who, the what, the when, the where, how. So how can we fast? All right. So there's a bunch of different ways. I talked about the the modernized fasting, which is you know social media, TikTok, all that fun stuff. Or whatever, you, you know, fasting can be very creative. It can be very Minecraft. You pick and choose whatever you want. But here's Minecraft. the thing. Uh-huh. But here's the thing about fasting is, again, if you want it to be as good as it can be, I highly recommend fasting food, again, because it is a necessity of life. So, um, but again, if you don't want to do that, you can be creative with it. Do it however you want to do it. But make sure you make God the center, okay? And do not boast about it. Um, before you start a fast, do a topical study on fasting. So that you can know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it, um, and what not to do. Um, specifically, do not boast about it during the fast. Um, because So I think it's in Matthew. I forget what chapter. Um, but it says that yeah, when, it's you, like when you, when, yeah, when you fast, that sounds right. Um, but when you fast, like, don't show it. Like, don't let your face show that you are depriving yourself of food. Um, and so, but anyway, so, okay, what are some different examples of fast? Well, what I did was I did three days without solid food. What did you I, eat? Um, so what I did was I drank milk and I drank juice. Your wife let you do that? <laughs> yes. So, okay, here's the thing. Wait, so, so I, you didn't eat, like, any liquid mm-hmm. food? Um, no. You have been th- starving. I was pretty hungry, but here's, it was actually really neat. So um, I think this is just a God thing. I actually – I was very surprised at how easy it was, but yet at the same time, how difficult it was. So it was very difficult when I felt the temptation. But whenever that I had that, sh- that mindset shift, it, all temptation was gone. And so I had no desire to eat at that point. And so what, what? I did, yeah, it was coolest thing ever. And so um, what I did was because obviously I knew I needed calories. I, uh, of course, um, I wanted to maintain the image as if I wasn't fasting. Um, which side note, it was really cool because I went to church for, to help out with the middle school and, mm-hmm. uh, the, the middle school pastor was talking about fasting during my fast. I was like, huh, how neat. Anyways. Um, and so what I did was again, without solid food for three days, but I would drink milk and juice. And there was one day I, uh, I, I bought some like bananas, peaches, watermelon and stuff like that. And I blended it all together. Um, but that was absolutely disgusting cause I can't stand pulp. So, um, I oh, only drink, yeah, yeah. Not so, pulp, man. Yeah, I'm not either. So my rule, my general rule of thumb, which I was also uh, doing vitamins, like uh, one a day vitamins kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, just to make sure I, I was fine. Um, but uh, yeah, my general rule of thumb was I'm not allowed to chew. And so now granted, I, I didn't cheat that system. I didn't like get like small bites of food where I just swallowed it, you know, whole kind of thing. I didn't do that. Yeah. Um, it was genuinely liquid stuff. Um, now you can do that. There's a, there's in Daniel, there's something called the Daniel fast. Go look it up. 
um, you can do that. Uh, I mean, there again, you can be creative with it however you want. And since this was my first real fast, like I, I actually, okay, so here's the thing. I told myself I was going to go two weeks, two weeks of n- no solid food. And then I went one wow. day. Yeah, I went one day. I was like, interesting. Um, okay, this is cool. And then God showed me what I told you about earlier in the car mm-hmm. on day two. Maybe it was day one. Um, I think it was day two, though. That'd be so tough to, like, do because, like, yeah. I feel like I need food, especially with, like, exactly. I'm always, exactly. like, like, football. I feel like I'd be yeah. dead. Yeah. I feel like I'd be awful. Yeah. So what I did was um, because I needed, uh, I needed a bunch of calories, right? So because I, I, play, I uh, play basketball on every, yeah. like every Thursday, just like a pickup game or whatever. And so I knew I needed energy, right? And so what I – my main source of energy, you can ask my wife, and this is absolutely awful, by the way. Um, Red probably. Bulls. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Um, was milk. Uh, cause, because energy oh. is, is calories, right? And so – Hold um, milk? No. So actually at Publix, they have this thing called Promised Land milk, and it's oh, like this really is. thick, nutrient-rich milk. Um, and so they what have – Publix? Strawberry. You don't know what a Publix is? No. What? Uh, it's basically Fairway for you. Um, oh. it, it's just a grocery store. You. and. um and so but they have this special milk and so i when Uh i was gaining weight in high school when i was actually working out all the time this is what i drank was this this uh promised land milk and so i told my wife i was like hey i'm gonna go shopping i'm gonna go get some stuff um and so that's what i did so it's uh that was hard seeing all that food that you couldn't eat well again you 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 see the food you smell it and you, you god just allows that shift and it's gone i, um, I, I, I want to fast now dude it was it, it's honest it is life-changing 100 percent um literally and so um but yeah i went in i got the milk but the reason i got the milk is it's 250 calories per bottle and there was uh it depends on the size but like each like regular size bottle is like seven servings no it's not it's not seven servings sorry it's five servings yeah three to five servings and so, um, depending on the size. And so basically every time I drank something, I was getting a thousand calories. And so I was like, okay, cool. I drink two of those a day. I get 2000 calories. So that's enough energy to give me throughout the day. Is it the proper vitamins? Probably not. That's why I'm taking vitamins. Does that make sense now? Mm-hmm. So, um, even though I was fasting from solid food, I was still continuing, uh, the proper caloric intake for my body and that sort of thing. Granted, Usually my, my the calorie intake that I have is somewhere around twenty five to three thousand a day, yeah. but it's fine. Um, so I probably lost a little bit of weight, but at the same time, completely worth it. So, um, but yeah. So even with food, if you are going to fast from food, it can be completely customizable. You just need to make sure you do your research, make sure you can maintain healthiness as best you can. Um, unless if okay, yeah. So unless you're trying to starve yourself and truly like you know like like Jesus did forty days kind of thing. Um, but it's doable. Um, I asked my dad, fun fact, if, uh, what's the longest fast he's ever done. And he did the Jesus fast 40 no days. No way. Yeah. So Dude, it's, it's doable. It's so hard to do. Cause like, yeah. it just doesn't, cause like, okay, our, our coaches, they push, are like, you got to eat breakfast in the morning. You got to eat lunch. You got to eat your dinner. Like you guys got to mm-hmm. get like, and like, it just, it's, yep. I think that's so drilled in my head that like, yeah. it seems like impossible to do that and play a sport. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. With as demanding as football is, you would need to have like 5,000 calories and that's probably, well, maybe, maybe 4,000, but, um, so it'd be very difficult for you in order to, to keep up the pace that you're going. Um, it'd be very tough. I'll do it out of season. 
yeah, you can do that. Um, but I tell you, man, it's a uh, truly life changing. And it, we'll like I said, like I said, I was going to do it for two weeks and I ended up only doing it for three days. Um, that's so cool, dude. Yeah. So it was super neat, but sorry, that definitely wasn't supposed to be the, the topic of the night, but, uh, yeah, that, was, that was, someone needed that, I guess. Um, but yeah, so if you ever have any questions, feel free to Google it. No, I'm just kidding. You can ask us a DM us, um, you can find us on Instagram at Yolt Christian Podcast. You just DM us, and I'll be happy to answer any questions. Or Codus be happy to answer any questions. Um, but yeah, honestly, life changing, completely life changing. Um, gave me a whole new perspective on not only demons but the flesh and how to overcome it. And it improved my relationship with with uh, with God through the entire thing. So um, it's a plus. Oh yeah, and dude, and here's the cool thing about it is. I didn't pick up my Bible any more than I usually do. And my, I, I can definitely feel the, the fellowship that I have with God has increased because of it. Um, so it's not like I, I, you know, I picked up and read my Bible nonstop because I was feeling hungry all the time, which that's what I thought I was going to do, by the way. Um, but that's, that definitely did not happen. In fact, I might, might even argue that I read my Bible less than I usually do. Um, really? Yeah. And not, I mean, I, I just got busy. I kept my mind, you know, occupied with a bunch of stuff, but, uh, you know, I, yeah. So it's, uh, very interesting how, how it all works. But, um, if you've never fasted, highly recommend, I know you haven't, but just for the listeners, highly recommend it. Um, again, not necessary for salvation, but, uh, it is something that the early church did. It is something that a lot of, you know, key figures in the Bible have done, obviously Jesus being one of them. Um, he's the main character. Exactly. Um, and so I think that we ought to do it as well. I mean, we, and I mean, I think it was just Paul that just said it in the, the last podcast. We said that, uh, no, baby, it's right here. Yeah. First uh, Corinthians chapter 10 verse, uh, what is it? 33. Yeah. And at the very end, it says, and you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. So, I mean, Christ obviously fasted. So we ought to fast too. Um, granted, again, it's not necessity for salvation, but um, if you're truly saved, you'll obey Christ. And if you want to truly obey Christ, you imitate him. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, just a fun little nugget, I guess. Um, not really a little nugget. That was like a 20 minute nugget. So <laughs> that was awesome, dude. Um, I was probably talking way too fast. Um, when I, when I get excited and I'm passionate, obviously Codis, you've seen this plenty of times already. Yeah. I just kind of <laughs> spew. Um, so it happens, but, um, yeah. So the, the middle school pastor, um, at my church, he was like, Hey dude, cause I, I speak to the kids every week. Um, and so the hundred, 150 or so, and he's like, dude, you are like, I can, I like awesome. He's like, hold like, <laughs> just don't speak so fast. I was like, got it. <laughs> I think so, I struggled so. that too. <laughs> well, it's so hard not to. Cause like, obviously, you have so I many mean, thoughts and you just want to, yeah, well, you share know, the word. I think you and I both agree that when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, it's literally like a flood of thoughts all at once, right? Oh, yeah. Not, that, yeah. yeah. There's a song I call it that's uh, uh, Let It Rain, you know, Open the Floodgates. You know that song? Yes, yes. Dude, I understand that. that's what happens. When yeah. I start going, it's a floodgate. And then exactly. it starts rolling out and it just, blah, 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 speaking in tongues. You know? <laughs> well, I've never spoken tongues, but, um, I, dude, that's it, cool. cool, dude. I bet it is. Um, but I, I do know whenever I, those floodgates open of the Holy Spirit speaking to me, like it, like I have to speak fast so I can catch up mm-hmm. and, and keep up with the thoughts, <laughs> you know, I like um, God. He's cool, dude. So cool. I really <laughs> wish people could experience 
honestly, man, like yeah. once you go Jesus, you never go back. Thanks. That needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> I would love that if that was a t-shirt. I would wear the snot out of that. <laughs> the snot out. Yes. And like even if I have a cold, I'm rubbing my snot on it and I'm gonna uh, wear it till the snot goes gets off of it kind of thing. You feel me? Are you one of those people that like bites the t-shirt like collar? Um when I'm playing like basketball or something, if I'm like really hot. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. I think it was a learn trait because I guess I, I saw that. people. Yeah, I think I see people doing it, and so I just do it too. Like, like psychology right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking that class, dude. Psychology is such a cool class. So okay, so it's tough, but it's so applicable mm-hmm. to life, and so is philosophy. People are like oh, philosophy, but philosophy has been so beneficial to my understanding of not only individuals but so philosophy and psychology because i took mm-hmm. them both in college it's it's just like as core classes but um they've been so beneficial in helping me to understand why people think the way that they do and how they think the way they do and because i now understand that better i'm able to communicate god's word better because of it, if that makes sense that's cool yeah so i highly recommend taking philosophy and psychology. Yeah, we don't have that here at our school so i guess i'll take that in college yeah, dude, highly recommend. And and if you don't t- even take in college, highly recommend doing your own research up. on YouTube. Kidding. What'd you say? You're going to beat me up. Oh, no, no, you beat me up, dude. Bro, you're saying, <laughs> like, yeah, no, you beat me in a fight. Well, I don't, I, I, I kind of agree, but, like, I don't want to be, like, that sounds kind of cocky and mean. No, So I'm not going to say I agree. No, I suck at fighting. Like, I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy that's like, oh, yeah, I could beat this guy in fight. No, 100%. I, you're I, an honest I, man. I am an honest man. You're a I lover, not a fighter. I, I definitely am. Um, when it comes to raccoons, man, you go. Facts. So, but uh, I mean. I hate those things. I've got linky arms, so I could have reach, but. I yeah, mean, but I'm quick, man, you know. Yeah, Lower man yeah. always wins. That's what, that's what they say <laughs> in football. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I don't know. I, uh, I've i never had any, like, real fighting practice. That's so, like, good. I have, that's well, good. Yeah. I have no experience, so I mean, I mean, you you go toe to toe with people in football all the time, right? Yeah. I, I I've never done that, so like, even if it was a pushing game, you, you would just mow me over in a heartbeat, kind of thing. So <laughs> let's but, test that. Hey, I'm coming down soon. That's true. Passion, catch us at twenty twenty two. Passion, dude, I'm let's so go. hyped. You don't even yeah. know, dude. I've been praying about that so much. Yeah, it's so cool. That's, that's awesome. I was looking at plane tickets for you today, um, so we. Can, oh, dude, we... I've never been on a plane. I'm scared. Really? Like, I'm genuinely uh, scared. I'll I'll get you on a good one then because I um so I'll get you on like Delta or something like that. I don't know what that even means, but I didn't. Yeah, I thought well, they were all the same. No, so different companies offer different packages and like so. For example, there's this company. Do I get pretzels? You're gonna get pretzels and peanuts and whatever you want with Delta, um, for free. Dude, so pretzels. Com- I want I I want <laughs> airplane pretzels. Yes. So okay. So here's the thing. So there's different airlines, and so like Spirit, for example, I used to fly with Spirit all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're super cheap, but they're super um cheap. <laughs> so you have to pay for like drinks and and like the drinks are like ten bucks like per soda. What? Kind of yeah. No, so super- I'll fast on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that, wait, hold up. So that's Spirit, but Delta. You pay more for the ticket, but which, you know, totally worth it because the seats are more comfortable. The the attendants are more, or they're just better. They're getting paid know. more. Probably. They care more. Probably. And uh, so they also give you complimentary drinks and snacks. Do they and compliment stuff like that. me? Kidding. Dude, if you ask for a compliment, they would love to give you a compliment. Oh, um, that's great. But yeah, so 
We'll, we'll get you on Delta. I think it's supposed to only be like a two, maybe two and a half hour flight. So it's not bad at all. That's um, so cool. Compared to the 14 hour drive. <laughs> Dude, a so. play, uh, being on a plane sounds crazy to me. Yeah. You, you'll be on a plane flying to Atlanta, Georgia, so you can worship with. I want to get on a train. It's probably going to be 100,000 people coming from all over the How world. How far do you live from Atlanta? Um, I live. Oh, I guess we're going to go to Atlanta, aren't we? Yeah, that's where okay, it's you know, at. I was like, can we stop in Atlanta and see it? But I guess it's in, it's yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, so I was looking at dates, and so I guess this is – we're just us talking at this point. But Yeah. Um, you guys so are I, glad to listen in, though. Yeah, so I was looking at dates, and so because Passion is – I think it's the second – no, the first and the mm-hmm. second. Uh, I did the plane tickets for the 31st and the 3rd. So you'd get down here on the 31st, and you'd leave on the on the 3rd. Um, yeah. So – We'd have time to kind of tour Atlanta if you want. Um, mm-hmm. I, can, I can take you to, I guess, the quote-unquote hot spots, the, the must-sees, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so we live about 40, 40, 50 minutes away from south of the airport. Um, so okay. it, it's it's totally doable. Um, but, yeah, it'll be pretty good, man. Um, I'm excited, I, man. Yeah, I know Jenna's excited, too, for it. So It'd be cool to meet you guys, like. Because, like, to me, you're always yeah. real people, you know? You're just like... No, but for real, though. Like, so if you're listening, guys, we've, we've never met each other. We no. just... Uh, God just kind of kind of happened, and now we have a podcast together, and we talk on a daily basis, but we've never met each other. <laughs> yeah, we talk all the time, but, like, I don't, I don't... I've never met you in my life. Yeah. Crazy awesome. how technology works. It is yeah. awesome. So... I'm uh, telling you, see, that's why... I, I mean, I believe, you know, God put me in this time period for a reason, so I could use technology to... 1,000%. You know? thousand percent yeah um but so i won't delay this any longer if you guys have heard this message and oh. you you heard about you know whatever you do whether you're eating drinking working sleeping whatever it is do it off with the glory of god if you feel convicted in that and that you feel like you aren't doing enough or you feel like you aren't doing what you ought to do that's the holy spirit working within you if you are saved convicting you saying that you ought to do more you ought to to eat and drink and do all these things for the glory of god ought. you ought to make god your priority yes ought um, if you're feeling that, then let's work on that. Um, if you aren't saved though, and you, you see the change that has happened in us through the words that we're speaking and you want to be a part of that change, you want to experience that change. You want to experience that love. Then, uh, well, Codus has a prayer for you. Repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me and to come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and savior. Now, please help me to live this life for you in the name of jesus i pray amen amen well with uh codis godspeed